Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Astro Forecast of the Magic on the Inside podcast with the Sisters Enchanted. I'm Anna, co-founder at the Sisters Enchanted, and I'm joined by Sarah Milne, one of our team members and exhibition astrology teachers. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Hi, everyone. We are now doing our Astro Forecast for the week of July 26th, so July 26th through the next that week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, last week in July, beginning of August. Yes. So it looks like we have a theme for the week and that's changing energies. That's right. Tell us what that's about. That's because we have a lot of planets moving signs this week. So if we have three planets moving signs this week, so this can bring, when planet changes signs, it can take a little bit of time for the planet to settle in. It's like just coming in. It's like novice in that sign. And it, it takes a little bit of time and we can kind of feel that kind of like, that flux so when we've got three planets moving obviously we might feel this week is a bit unsettling but don't worry because there's nothing like often when my friends will say to me I've been feeling really unsettled this week so what's going on in the sky it's like nothing really to worry about just the fact that these planets are just moving so it's just taking a little bit of time for us to readjust into that energy sorry I'm interrupting but can I just say as an astrologer and somebody that practices astrology and (laughs) I, I loosely file, follow moon phases. I'm more aware when it's a new moon than a full moon. Yeah. Uh, but how many times somebody in my life has said, what is going on in the sky right now? And yeah. they're looking for some sort of like astronomic like change. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know, nothing. <laughs> like, nothing and they're like, Mercury okay. must be in retrograde and there's a full moon. And I'm like, no, neither. But how many times in my life that has happened to me? And I'm like, nada, like, I had that it's really cool my my daughter she's like she's 25 and she's very not into this stuff at all well she wasn't um but I did one of her friends um charts and solar returns and she loved it and then she's following my daughter anyway to cut a long story short my the other day I had this phone call from her I could tell she was a little bit tipsy she was doing that thing of trying to speak very carefully so not to slur and I'm like what's going on and then all her friends were there and there was all this chat they were just like everyone's got questions can you please tell us all about our Saturn returns? Because we're all just want to know what's going on in our lives right now. Because they're in that kind of like mid twenties, heading into that Saturn return energy, and they were just like, "Please explain to us what the heck's going on." So I did. I was like, "Well, this is what Saturn return is," and like, okay, they were, but exactly that they wanted. Come on, hopes, mum, tell us why we all feel like all of a sudden we want to settle down, find the right man, have babies, sort out our lives. <laughs> it was really funny anyway we digress that's that's what it's like this week it is that kind of changing energy it's like what's going on but it will settle down towards the end of the week so just bear with it at the beginning of the week and also the moon isn't going to help things because we have like um pisces and pisces and aries moons at the beginning of the week so that's not going to really help ground us but then we have taurus moon at the end of the week so that will help ground us into this new energy so just kind of like bear with it so maybe a little bit of emotional 
roller coastering for a minute from yeah. feeling a whole lot to being mad that you're feeling a whole lot to realize yeah. it's yeah. okay to feel a whole lot exactly that <laughs> exactly that exactly that so the first thing that moves is mercury mercury's moving into leo on tuesday fantastic and stay there till august the 12th mm-hmm. so this is going to bring us confidence in our thinking and our communication. We might be really convincing and persuasive in communication. So we talked last week about thinking about new ways to communicate. Maybe now it's like, well, now I've established that new way. I'm really confident and I can be really persuasive. This is a good time if you really need to be persuasive about anything to anybody um, to talk to those. And Leo is a fire sign. Leo is really big on getting started with things. So although we're this is the difficulty with this. We're going to be really confident. We're going to be really like, yes, I'm motivated. I'm confident. I'm going out there. I'm going to think this way and I'm going to communicate with you this way. But Leo really doesn't like detail. So like, don't go in like all guns blazing to request, uh, like for example, a um, promotion or something like that. If you haven't looked at the details because your boss may turn around and say, well, actually, look, I need just like, oh yeah, I didn't really look at that, did I? Or like, um, for example, always house sales stuff. Now moving on to purchasing house at the minute, and I just emailed saying, "You have not sent this. E- you have not sent this to my solicitor. You've sent it to the wrong solicitor," which is true. But it's like, yeah, but Sarah, you didn't check what they sent you, did you? Because I'm like two weeks ago, you sent it to the wrong solicitor. But yeah, Sarah, you should have actually checked what they sent you two weeks ago. But that was during Mercury retrograde, so you didn't, did you? And now, so that's the kind of thing. Leo, Leo Mercury sends you out saying you didn't do this, and then they're going to come back and say, "No, you shouldn't check it, shouldn't you?" Like, and then you feel oh small. God. You just blew my mind. So astrology is therapy in like a way when you like really look at yourself and hold up a mirror, and especially if you're somebody that is ready to hold a mirror to oneself. Um, I have uh, a Leo midheaven, which mm. is so the cusp of my tenth house. And in my 10th house is all of my, my Virgo stellium, which I always talk about how my stellium is broken. And sometimes I can have like a little bit of a, an erratic response to things. Um, and I realized recently, because astrology is a lifelong practice, mm. I realized recently that Virgo is not on the cusp of any of my houses. And so when that happens, you kind of can have a disassociation with that energy because it's not it's not like on the forefront of a cusp of a house, which is interesting because I have a stellium in Virgo. But what you just said is that like, I am like that all the time. Like I can't, when we were doing our house things, like I can't be on the phone with anybody because I get so mad when things like are not perfect or somebody dropped the ball and I act very dramatic. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, how dare you? I am, you know, like, it's not good. It's not a good, it's not a good look for me, but I'm like, how dare you mess up? Like, this is your job to help me. I'm paying you to help me. And what are you doing? And I don't know how many times I said to my husband, I'm like, they're lucky. I haven't talked to them because I would just bury them. And our realtor was like, so I'm so glad I'm breaking this news to Chad and not Anna. And I'd be like in the background listening on speakerphone and I'd be like, what are you about to say? I am super duper dramatic. And it's probably, probably because of that Leo Midheaven over all of that Virgo stellium. Yeah. It makes me a little less grounded and a little bit more dramatic. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I would say definitely. Definitely because like the Virgo and Mercury is going to make us exactly that dramatic. We're going to want to tell stories about ourselves. We're going to want to wax lyrical. And we might not be very perceptive of other people as much as we can be when Mercury is in more intuitive signs. So we need to make sure we listen carefully to other people. But yeah, I'm I I was the same. I've got I've got um Sagittarius Mercury. So yeah, is that just kind of like rah? Oh yeah, that was my fault. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you I yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah we, yeah very, kind of work. very seen on this astro forecast. I'm feeling very very yep. Yeah, same with me, absolutely. So I'm going to have to be super careful with Leo, with Mercury and Leo having a, a, a already having a fire Leo, a, a fire Mercury, sorry. So I have a fire Mercury. Mercury's in a fire sign. It's going to be very difficult for me to kind of rein it in and not just kind of go out all guns blazing without paying attention to that detail. So really paying attention to detail and listening to people and perceiving yep. people's thoughts and feelings as well is going to be quite important. So... Um, and we have Jupiter is moving as well. So Jupiter is going back into Aquarius. Jupiter's in Pisces, has been in Pisces, but Jupiter's in retrograde. So mm-hmm. Jupiter's retrograde is taking it back into Aquarius. Yeah. And we've got that quite a lot of the minute. That's why we have these kind of like the Saturn Uranus square happening three times this year, because there's a lot of these like slower moving planets that are moving backwards and forwards this year because right. their retrogrades are taking them back to where they were because Jupiter had only just moved into Pisces and so now it's back into Aquarius. So that will happen on Wednesday. And it's going to be staying in Aquarius now pretty much the rest of the year it'll be in Aquarius till 29th of December before it moves back to Pisces again and it stays in retrograde until October 18th so it's it's not just having a little visit back into Aquarius it's more like a little peep into Pisces and then back to where it's been um, most of the time of late so I, I think with that we'll, we'll we'll feel it a little bit but I think Jupiter's quite happy in Aquarius it's been in Aquarius for a long while and it's been part of that whole age of Aquarius that we had starting with that big grand conjunction um, around about Yule last year. So Jupiter and Aquarius encourages us to think about our individuality and also our humanitarianism. And I think we're going to be really challenged here to, especially with the things we talked about last week with this Mercury, Pluto, Mercury, Uranus, kind of like, what are we contributing to society? Are we using our gifts, our individuality, like our individuality, ta- our individual talents, our individual individual gifts. It's all about using your individual individuality. <laughs> Can't say this today. Using our individuality, but for the good of other people mm-hmm. um, and for the good of humanity. And we are in a place in the world right now. I've been reading quite a lot about this like, concept of star seeds and that kind of thing of late, which I'm finding fascinating, and it kind of really fits me. I'm like. It's one of those things like you said last week about how we should think about things in a different way. I read some things about starseeds and it really was that kind of like, I would have scoffed at this. What a load of nonsense that fits. Oh, I think I've been incarnated somewhere else in the last few lifetimes. I think this is me because everything fitted like this kind of, I don't quite fit. And that was really good for me because I have, um, we said about aha moments in our chart because I have, south node in leo in house one and my north node is in um aquarius house seven so now i'm this was a really important thing so and i said what to do last week and it really worked for me it's just kind of like i'm beginning to suddenly see what that sort of like contractual relationships aquarius means and i just thought i needed to find the right partner i was thinking too shallowly i think it's more that kind of soul contract 
right. with people and like doing this kind of work and so that's exactly what this Jupiter back into Aquarius and because it's in retrograde it's really wanting us to like open our mind up to this kind of new stuff to this new ways of thinking and this new age of Aquarius I think it is really quite interesting like I say like kind of ET spirituality kind of stuff for me that I really was like no 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 that's pushing it too far and suddenly it's like no this makes a lot of sense I this is my yes I'm going to look much more into that and I think so this really is a good um time for this following on from last week and that, that challenge that Anna gave you if you did kind of read something like I did that was really one for our opinion and then the other one and then kind of felt something new then this Jupiter retrograde is really holding that spotlight to you to say right what are you what can you contribute to humanity then by using that quirky little individual weirdness that you've just discovered about yourself that's the thing about Aquarius is that um it it learns and then mm. wants to share that knowledge with yeah. with people it wants to pinpoint what its specific idea is and then put it out on a platter and say hey I want you to to taste absolutely. what I'm serving and then be a believer that like this is absolutely this is the yeah. right mix of ingredients like, yeah that's exactly it and I I had exactly that aha moment and it made my like you just said with your chart and like we were talking about Leo just then it was that kind of that makes sense now that north node makes much more sense now than it did like how can my big north node thing be just to find the right man no no this makes much more sense astrology <laughs> is therapy it is it's like I mean it's not obviously I'm saying that in like a loose yeah a loose way you don't want to replace therapy with astrology but at the same time it does it makes you hold such a mirror to yourself sometimes but you say that but don't forget Carl Jung used astrology in therapy yeah can use alongside therapy he used astrology charts rather than questionnaires with his clients to see what they needed to work on so it is it can be used in conjunction for sure so Mars moves into Virgo um as well this week um so mars it's interesting mars in virgo is interesting because mars is quite a workhorse in virgo it kind of makes us motivated to get things done and paying attention to those details that our mercury leo is going to stop us doing mars is going to get in there and like actually you know you really do need to pay attention to these details kind of because mars is is kind of that planet of our will our willful behavior and in virgo it kind of gives us that will to be driven from the by the satisfaction of getting a job well done and done properly and dotting the i's and crossing the t's and those kind of things i this is another look at my stellium i also have mars and virgo and i think because i do have that leo midheaven it makes me sometimes look like i'm procrastinating because i want things to be perfect and if i can't figure out how to do it right or like follow the right instructions or i don't know how to get from a to z I like mm. stop altogether because if I can't do it right, I almost completely shut down because mm. I want it to be perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes perfect sense. And we're all going to be a bit like that in this time. And this is going to last until. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. And it's, it's like Anna. Anna's awesome. Pays such attention to detail. It's brilliant. And we're going to be a bit, we're going to be a bit more Anna until September the 15th. Woo! so that's quite a long time for mars that's quite um it's quite a long because mars can sometimes be in a planet for in a time for a lot shorter than that so it's quite a long stay for mars there in virgo until september 15th and then all this week mars opposes jupiter 
It's one of the luckiest oppositions. We talk a lot about oppositions as again a tug of war and just like can be quite difficult, but this is a, considered quite a lucky opposition because it brings us confidence and a desire to win. Um, and we can make good use of that wherever we need it. So kind of like, yeah, we that, that kind of idea of Mars being that kind of like God of war, um, but use that. Sometimes we need to be a God or goddess of war in our own life in a certain area. And so use that. Um, now, the interesting thing is that we have transitioning, both of those planets are transitioning into new signs this week. So that is really cool because this is this lucky opposition. We get a chance to have that play out in two different areas of our chart. So at the beginning of the week, we have that in Mars in Leo and Jupiter in Pisces. And then end of the week, we've got Mars in Virgo and Jupiter in Aquarius. So when we say, like, look at the chart, look at your chart and see where that's playing out for you. You've got two chances to make use of that during this week. So I would say really do have a look at your birth chart, see where those signs are. And then have a look and see where do you need that desire to win in those in that kind of like um, opposition in your chart. Because that could be really, really useful. You can use it twice. Like I say, you're quite often these big. Um, exciting aspects come and they it's just that's where it is but this is in two places that's really super exciting but again just be a little bit aware of overconfidence um, particularly early in the week when we have like um, Mars in Leo and Jupiter in Pisces we might be a little bit overconfident but because then Jupiter moves in Aquarius that's going to bring that more of that responsibility for others so it won't be quite such we should you know we shouldn't be quite so overconfident the second half of the week but I think this is really interesting it's a really cool aspect to have across those two different places so yeah go check that out in your birth charts mm. find out where that is going to bring you some lucky oppositions <laughs> absolutely it's cool so the moon I said transits transits through Pisces Aries and Taurus this week Pisces and Aries is not going to help us feel grounded with these changes but Taurus will help us and it's sextile Jupiter as it moves into Taurus on Friday. The moon is sextile Jupiter, which means the, uh, the, the energy between the moon and Jupiter is flowing really well. Um, so that's a good day to consider. But like we talk about Jupiter being abundance and luck through opportunities. But then Taurus is really good at taking little steps, baby steps every day. And sometimes we just expect that we've got this big goal and it's just going to happen like that. But it doesn't. It takes hard work. So, so I think it's a good time to think on Friday like what little steps baby steps am I doing where can, am I making sure that whatever particularly what my lunar attention is for this lunar cycle am I making sure that I'm doing something no matter how small every day towards that intention being realized because that's obviously the best way to realize our intentions yes yes and this would be a good good segue to check out the sisters enchanted dot com forward slash blog because I think like a week ago or two weeks ago at this point we had a blog and podcast all about intentions and why they sometimes mm -hmm. fail and this could be a yeah. good time to check in with that so that you can find out how to take your teeny tiny steps absolutely perfect absolutely Ooh. perfect so yeah lots of changing energies this week and just that little needing that little time just sort of settle with it but knowing that you've got that Taurus moon in the week that's going to help ground so perhaps you might want to plan something for the weekend something kind of grounding so if you are feeling a little bit whoa everything's a bit unsettled plan a nice grounding like going for a walk outside sitting near water like some sort of grounding activity for the weekend that you can be looking forward to I like it mm. sounds good 
So this week, changes, ch -ch -ch changes, and you might feel them as a little bit of a confusion of just self because the, the planets are settling into something a little bit new energetically. So changes this week and lucky oppositions and Mars and Virgo. Woo! So Yay. some good things to look forward to. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right, Sarah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you all for joining us on another Astro Forecast as a part of the Magic on the Inside podcast. And we hope that you have an enchanted rest of your week ahead. Yes.